Blog Talk Radio. Yes, and we are live on J-Ray Radio. I'm using my speakerphone today because I'm eating. Apparently, I've got um, two callers on the line, but let me tell you a little bit about my main guest. Um, He's from Richmond, Virginia, and um, he's a race car driver. Um, And I'm going to be talking to him today, so without further ado, let's try to bring him on. And... Um, my other color as well. Andrew. Yes, I'm here. Hey, buddy, how's it going? I'm doing pretty good. How about yourself? I'm I'm doing good. Uh, welcome to the show. Glad you could make it. Yeah, well, thank you for having me. Oh, definitely. Can you hear me okay? Because I got you on speakerphone. So, um, yes, I I can a, hear you pretty good. Okay, because I'm I'm having a dinner here while I'm doing an interview. Um, so how did you get involved with uh, with um, uh, racing? Can you tell um, my audience how you first got started and where you want to end up possibly? Yeah, well, uh, I've I've always liked watch racing on TV ever since I was, like, in second or third grade. And I always told myself I wanted to be a race car driver. Well, when I was 14, I believe, I took a trip to um, Southside Speedway, which is a racetrack in Midlothian, Virginia, about 20 minutes from my house. And I met up with this group of people that had cars. And uh, I asked to join their pit crew, kind of like, just help them out changing tires if they need anything when they came down pit road or something. And I did that for about a year. And then by the time I was 15, I had bought my own car and started driving down at Langley Speedway in what's called the U-Car class, which I had like a Chevy Cavalier all gutted out, roll caged up, and ready to go. And I raced down at Langley Speedway for a year. And then the year after that, I bought a second U-car, and I was driving Langley and Southside two seasons at the same time. And since then, last this past year, I moved up into the Grand Stock class at Langley, so that's what I'm doing right now. Mm-hmm. So uh, who's your favorite race car driver in NASCAR? Uh, I'm, a big, I'm a big Dale Jr. fan, always have been. Also, like Tony Stewart and um, Kevin Harvick, uh, Jeff Burton. Those, those are my big favorite guys I like to watch. Yeah, do you like um Are you a Jeff Gordon fan as well? or? Uh, I don't mind Jeff Gordon that much. One guy I forgot to mention was Denny Hamlin. I, I do like follow Denny Hamlin because... He's a hometown guy. He he actually raced at the same two tracks that I'm racing at right now. So when he started out. Absolutely, and Andrew, I I have another caller. Do you mind if I bring him in on the conversation? Sure, that sounds fine. 
Okay. Let me let me see who we've got here. J Ray Radio, you're speaking with uh J Ray. Hello? Hello. I guess they're a silent caller or something, Andrew. <laughs> Uh-huh. One second. Um, hello, you're on J-Ray Radio. Apparently we've got a silent caller, Andrew. This has never happened before. So, um... But anyways, um... Let me put them back on hold. So, because apparently they're not wanting to speak. Okay. Sorry about that, Andrew. But um, let's continue with the interview. Um, so you um, did you like um, uh, um, shoot uh, it's off the tip of my tongue here. Um. Uh, you like Dale Jr., but do you like Senior as well? Andrew, are you there? Apparently, folks, I'm having some uh, difficulties here. Andrew, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Do you have me? Yeah, I, I have you now. Um Okay. okay. Okay, I was having uh, some, dif- uh, some technical difficulty there. But um, what I was saying was, um, I know you like Dale Jr. Did you like Dale Sr. as well? Yeah, I did. I really, uh, I liked, I, I was pretty young when he passed away, but my family always watched him and, like, enjoyed him, and then I always grew up to follow him. I actually got to see him raced one time here at Richmond International Raceway. Um, he came in second place to Jeff Gordon that night. I do remember that. It was the first NASCAR race I'd ever been to to be a part of and see. I think I was like six or seven years old. Wow. That's awesome. I mean, me, I've never been a, a NASCAR fan myself, but... um. You know, to sit there and watch it on TV. But I would actually love to go to a uh, live, um, a live um, NASCAR race. I I can agree with you that watching it on TV can be a little. Uh, you you have to be very committed to sit through 400 laps on the couch and just watch them go around. But being in a live atmosphere, it's it's really cool and really neat. But, I mean, even on the local short track level, what I'm doing right now, it's really just fun to watch. There are people there all the time that don't watch any NASCAR at all that just sit in the stands and watch us race because it's it's so different and so much more exciting because these people are like real people. They have day jobs and work 40, 60 hours a week and then race on the weekends. Yeah, how many races have you won? 
I have uh, not won a main event, but I have won a couple heat races or qualifying events. Uh, my best finish, I did get a couple second places, and I have a couple thirds. Wow. That's awesome. So are you are you going to try to get into NASCAR eventually, or...? That is something I would like to do. Right now where I am in the Grand Stock Division at Langley, it's, it's uh, actually uh, the Division Three in the NASCAR Wheel and All-American Series. So I actually get um, a check from NASCAR at the end of the year based on where I finish nationally in the uh, Division Three, And um, it's, it's really cool, but I would like to move up into, like, the late model stock car division down at Langley where I race now, and that's uh, Division One down here for uh, the NASCAR Wheel and All-American Series, and that's something I could maybe do on my own, but it would mm-hmm. be difficult. But to, to get any further than that would be, it would require a car owner pretty much to get any further than that. Like, my biggest dream would be to get into, well, the Sprint Cup Series, of course, but... I would really like to run a couple K and N races if I could get an owner to put me in one K and N Pro Series. Mm-hmm. Apparently, our silent caller has called back, so let me see if I can get get them on the line with us, Andrew. All right. Hello, you're on J Ray Radio. Apparently, they don't want to speak, so obviously they want to just listen to the show because they keep, they keep hanging up, and so we'll just keep them on mute. Okay. Um, so, um, have you ever been to, like, any of the big races, like, um, like just watching, like, Bristol or, you, you know, what's the biggest NASCAR race you've been to? I've been to... A few of the tracks on the eastern, east coast, uh, Richmond International Raceway is only about 20 minutes from my house. So I usually go there all the time. Like, whenever there, whenever Sprint Cup is in Richmond, I usually go. I've also been to Bristol. That's a real fun one. It's been a while since I've been there, but that's that, that's probably my favorite track I've been to. Also been to Charlotte. I've seen the Coca-Cola 600 and the October race there, too. I've been there a couple times. I think most recently was three years ago I've been there. And I've also been to Daytona. I have not seen the Daytona 500, but I have been there during speed weeks. So I saw, like, the Gatorade shootouts, the Bud shootout. And I also was there in the summer one time, and I've seen the uh, Coke 400. Wow. Now, in the league that you're in, is there a lot of wrecks? going or has there been a lot of wrecks, uh, a lot of injuries or is it pretty uh, pretty safe? Because I know, I know at NASCAR, you know, um, it can get pretty nasty sometimes. Typically there aren't a lot of injuries. We do have quite a few wrecks like every night and that's what makes it so much fun to watch because there's so much emotion like the drivers will get out of their car so upset and like go off at the guy who wrecked them sometimes or it's it's just really interesting to watch that 
But uh, we usually don't get injuries because we are a NASCAR-sanctioned track, and we have to have, like, the same safety equipment. Not not the exact same, like, as, like, the seat isn't as secure as a Sprint Cup car, but, I mean, it is, like, an aluminum racing seat, and it's got special padding and supports for your head and your shoulders and stuff. And we also have to have the five-point helmet, I mean, harness, seat belt. And uh, you either have to have a Hans device, which is what they use in Sprint Cup, and I actually have one myself, or a Hutchins device, is which what the uh, head and neck safety started out with. Like, NASCAR started using those in, like, 2002 and 2003, and mm-hmm. you can use that. Or there's a couple other head and neck restraints you can use, but you have to have some kind of head and neck restraint. Wow. Yeah, um, do you have any videos of any of your races? I actually do have a couple on YouTube, I believe, and uh, my Facebook page as well. Okay, y'all have to um, send me those links so that I can um, uh, check those out and um, add you as a friend and... um, I'm sure other people will want to add you as a friend as soon as they're done listening to this uh, interview. So, I also have a Facebook like page for Condry Motorsports if you want to search Condry Motorsports on Facebook. And um, uh-huh. you could easily find me probably. It's a picture of the 40 grand stock there with me with a picture of me on there as well. And people can also follow me personally on Twitter at acondrygs40. Wow, is there any... uh, So that's the main way that my uh, audience can uh, get in touch with you? Yeah. uh, I do post a lot on Condry Motorsports and my Twitter page. I pretty much reserve my uh, actual Facebook page for close friends and people I talk with a lot, so I don't want to give that out right now. But if you search Conjury Motorsports, you can definitely find a lot of information about what I'm doing and where I'm racing and how I'm doing along the Okay, that's perfectly cool. I did consider you a close friend, so because I I met you through a a mutual friend who is a close friend of mine as well, so... Yeah. Um, yeah, so... Um, I'll definitely give that up to you yeah, after, through email yeah. and all that. Well, I will, um, I'll give you a call back and you can give me that information and that way I can keep keep in touch with you and stuff and, and what you're doing and stuff. Because so, I plan to eventually come to um, Richmond, Virginia at some point. So. So it would actually be great to uh, to meet you, actually. So. Yep, I would enjoy it. That would be nice. I would enjoy that, too. Yeah, I was going to ask you, Andrew, um, since you're a NASCAR fan, do you remember the WCW car? The WCW. Is that yeah. an owner car or a sponsorship? Yeah, it was a... Um, I believe it was a it was a sponsorship, but they had their own they had their own car in um 
they had their own NASCAR car in NASCAR, like the WCW car. I forget what number and guy that was in it, but um, he actually died in a car crash. So. I think I'm searching right now the WCW is that World Champion Wrestling. Yeah, but they actually had a NASCAR. Um, they actually had a NASCAR yeah. um, car. I just found the picture of the car. It was number nine, I believe. Yeah, he uh, he died in a in a crash, and I was wondering if you remembered the, uh, you know, the WCW car. Oh. You know, I watched. I'm I'm looking at it right now. I don't I don't recognize it, but um. Okay. Is it, was it in Was it in the Winston Cup? Uh, I think so. I'm not. I'm not sure. It's been so long ago. It's wow, you know. So. Yeah. So um, was there anything else that you wanted to do besides racing? Like racing, your number one passion. Uh, racing is what I've wanted to do pretty much my whole life, and I've had a lot of fun with it, and I plan to continue it for as long as I can, and then hopefully I'll have a son or daughter who has the same interests I did, and I can help them in it too. But also right now I'm attending classes at a community college so that I can race at the same time. And I'm actually studying to become an uh, engineer. And once I get older, I would like to build motors for local short track drivers like myself. Wow. And and I'm sure you've seen um, the movie um, Days of Thunder. I haven't actually gotten to see the thing all the way through. I've seen a lot of it, but not all of it. It's, it's a good, it's a good film, actually. Yeah, I I did like it, and there's a actually there's a, a amusement park around here called King's Dominion. I'm sure you might have heard of it. They had a ride, a movie ride that was called Days of Thunder, and it was like um, a 3D kind of chair thing, and it was really fun to go through that too when I was younger. Mhm. Okay, um, let's see. Hmm. This dinner is very, very, very good. And i got to say, Andrew, this is the first time I've done a radio show and eat dinner at the same time, so. And that's, that's <laughs> talent, my friend. That is real talent. Um, yeah. uh, what was your favorite movie growing up? Um, favorite movie. Uh, I'm not sure what my favorite movie growing up. Well, I do remember I used to always watch uh, Mr. Deeds with Adam Sandler. I I I'll still watch that movie every time it comes on TV. 
I actually own it, but I usually don't put it in. But I'll watch it when it comes on TV. That's probably my favorite movie when I was younger. Uh, big, uh, uh, I'm pretty, I'll usually watch most Adam Sandler movies. I like comedies, uh, Will Ferrell, Jim Carrey, you know, people like them. Yeah, did you ever see, um, did you ever see Anger Management? Yes, I did. I've seen that a couple times. It's a funny movie also. Okay, um, let's see, um, so, like, with racing, um, do you like it because, I mean, I know you like it because of the, um, you know, the sportsmanship and stuff, but do you you like to drive fast? I mean, is that one of the reasons you like racing? Because... Some some of the race car drivers they like to drive fast, and that's that's one of the many reasons that they're on, um, you know, NASCAR. Yeah, I definitely love driving fast on the racetrack. I don't like I don't speed on the interstate by anything. I mean, doing like you know a couple miles over here and there, but like I I like going fast on the racetrack. That's what I save it for. I mean, we usually hit maybe 90, 95 on the racetrack since it's so short. But I want to get up into a late model division, which will be hitting probably about 110 at the end of the straightaways. Wow. That, that is just awesome. Yeah, the, the reason the speeds are so much slower than what you see on TV is because the track is not even a half mile. There's not enough straightaway to get up that fast but it is lots of fun. When you're on the track with everybody else and you're so close together, it's just you feel like you're holding on and whatever. you got to have really good hand-eye, foot coordination to be able to do it, like mm-hmm. miss wrecks and miss hitting other people and giving people enough room when you're trying to pass them. But also you got to be as close to them as you can so that you still have the best advantage if you're trying to pass them. Wow, and it's like, one thing I do hate, though, is like if if you're racing and you got to make a pit stop and um, you get overlapped or you got to get your car fixed and you get overlapped, man, it sucks. It really does. Yeah, that's all, that's happened to me maybe three or four, probably only three times in my career. I've only been racing for three or four years, but um, the our races are only a couple, like forty laps. So the only reason you'd have to come in is if you got in a wreck or somebody cut your tire or something and you had to change it. But uh, that actually has happened. That like even my first race, somebody cut down my tire and I had to come down pit road. And I lost the lap, so it it gets you down, but it's it's still fun. And do you all have to worry about like the tightness of the car and all that stuff, like NASCAR and and yeah, you know things things like that because they're like you know this was loose or this wasn't uh, tight enough or this wasn't that. So oh yeah that. 
that that's definitely a struggle we go through every week, all the drivers trying to get the car set up so that it turns the best because, I mean, we do wedge adjustments, we do sleigh bar adjustments, late models do track bar adjustments. There's all kinds of things that you can do to make the car turn better along with air pressure and stagger with the tires. And um, the track, it, it seems like you can never put the same setup you had last week the next week because the track changes, the weather makes like the temperature outside makes a difference on how the track will handle and you're racing at different times. Like one week you may race right before dusk and the next week you may race 10 o'clock at night depending on how long the schedule or how long the schedule is and what race your event. Like you're not, my class isn't the only one racing at the track that night. There'll probably be like six or seven other divisions there and you kind of go in an order like this division does their race and their race and it could be your race and it's in a different order every week. Yeah, I'd like to, I'd like to drive uh, a uh, race car and also a monster truck. That would be cool. Yeah, that that would be pretty fun too. I've actually seen them in the Richmond Coliseum, those monster trucks once. Yeah, I um, I took my little nephew a few years ago to uh, see this thing, and I, I never I never heard of these guys before, but he knew them all, and he was like, yum yum. He's like that grave digger, and this is that, and this is that, and I'm like, you know. Uh, this kid knows more about cars than I do. <laughs> so. Mhm. Yeah. I thought that was pretty funny. Um, but um, we have uh, three minutes left of the show. Um, it's okay with you. I'm gonna wrap it up a little bit early tonight. And um, yep. I just wanted to uh, thank you for coming on the show. Is there any final thoughts that you would like to say? Yeah, thank you for having me, and for anybody else listening, uh, go ahead and check out Conjury Motorsports on Facebook, or uh, follow me personally on Twitter at A Conjury. That's A C O N D R E Y G S forty. That's how you can find me on Twitter. Okay, Th- thank you for your time, Andrew, and I will um, I will be giving you a call back in a few minutes, and uh, thank. Thank you for being on my show tonight. It's any time that you ever want to come back and promote a race, please call me and let me know, and um, I, I can help you do so. Okay. Well, thank you. Thank you, Andrew. And um, you, you know, I'll be I'll be speaking to you soon. So. All right. Sounds good, buddy. Later, my friend. Okay, that was Andrew Conjury. What a great interview. Now what I'm going to do is see if I can get this silent caller to to speak. Hello, silent caller. You're on J-Ray Radio. Don't be shy. 
Hello? 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 Okay, guys, I got a better idea. Since they don't want to speak, I want to end the show with um with um uh, a special way for uh, my buddy uh, uh, Kevin Kane. I'm going to go ahead and play a little bit of his um, music. Um, so enjoy. Thank you for listening to J-Ray Radio. Um, tune in next Monday. We've got a big, big guest. Take care, guys.
that was Kevin Dane. I had a few more thoughts before I end the show. Um, next Monday, my guest will be Grandmaster Soto, eight-time world Kumite champion. Also, be sure to tune in to um, uh, Parsons Corner um, uh, on 5.30 a.m. Progressive Radio. I'm the official co-host of that show. I'm not sure what day we're doing a show. I think it'll be Saturday, but I'm not sure on that. But stay tuned for that. But like I said, um, I have a huge, huge gift. Um, Grandmaster uh, Urban Soto, and that's going to be very, very huge, people. I can't wait to interview Grandmaster Soto. Um, he's uh, he's just he's just awesome. I've seen a lot of his videos and things. He's just very, very awesome. And um, with that said, thank you for listening to J Ray Radio, and thank you to Andrew Condry for the interview. And um, I hope that you have enjoyed this enjoyed this episode of J Ray Radio. And uh, I'm going to finish my dinner. Um, so with that said, uh, show some respect and honor to your fellow man and to, and to all. And also, remember this, we are one nation. We need to come together and, and fight together as one nation. And that's that's why I'm a radio progressive. We've got some great shows on that as well. Me and Bob are working very, very hard on um, on that show, and the ratings are very, very high. So I encourage you to check that out. I also encourage you to check out uh, Bob Carson's MMA show. Um, but also, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Frank Dukes Fan. Uh, Frank is spelled F-R-A-N-K. Dukes is spelled D-U-X and F-A-N. And then, um, my Facebook, Justin Harvey. And once again, thank you for listening to J-Ray Radio.